lifepodcasts.fm. This podcast is a Prime Media Broadcasting production. Time in the saddle. For cyclists, by cyclists. Time in the saddle. Time in the Saddle podcast featuring the latest and greatest in the world of cycling. As per always, Nick Byers here from Omnico. We've got Jason Lint, uh, who I can now call a teammate. Yeah, teammate. actual real riding companion. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we did it. Uh, Nick, you'll be very impressed with us. We were out on the uh, Elgin region, uh, in the Elgin region, on the Elgin region, and through the Elgin region this past weekend uh, in the Taltoria uh, mountain bike event. Yeah, and, I heard you guys did that. And you got two ways to get value out of Per race, yeah, long distances and rands per kilometer or rands per minute, and we went for the <laughs> rands per minute version. I must say, uh, I learned a lot about you know you learn you, you learn a lot about. And we've spoken about this before in the podcast. You learn a lot about people. If you want to learn how people are, go for a cycle, and I don't mean a leisurely cycle. Go enter an event and cycle with them because you'll learn a lot about people when you do. Uh, one thing uh, which was quite cool was uh, Jason goes through these stages of, and I'm sure many cyclists do, of happiness. when you. But some people obviously uh, verbalize it differently. Some people, you know, are going through a deal of frustration and then they, they, they show it. Jason, uh, it took me almost 90% of the ride just to get him to just breathe in the country air. And enjoy at least the last 10% of it. Because he was like, he's eager to go. He pushed past so many people down the single track, shoved some aunties almost off the mountain and uncles. (laughs) (laughs) But I did think about it. Yeah, I know you did. Um, But it's it's interesting. And then then once once Jason kind of realized we're not going to win this thing, right? We're going to cross the finish line, literally. We're going to get to the end and cross. Uh, I think that's when. when, It took him 90% of the race. Yeah. To find happy Jason. Sitting at the back to realize you weren't going to win it. That's it. No, but also you have to admit that I do know what my different phases are. So I yeah, warned yeah, him yeah. in the middle yeah. of the event. I said my sense of humor is going for 20 minutes at some uh, jelly bellies or whatever it was. And I came back and I said, I come back. Let's get on with chirping everybody. And that's it. We had a super fun day. So, so I, I had a meeting with the guys from Sani to see on Monday. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we were talking about this type of thing. And the one thing that irritates me more than anything when you're doing a stage race is someone riding with a speaker on their bike. Oh, you were music. hated cycling with us then. I forgot my speaker on Sunday, well, we, but we, no, we were close. We were singing. <laughs> we were singing. <laughs> they went, all right, off you go. And I started singing. And Jason's first comment was, is he going to do this the whole way? <laughs> when does this stop? And it didn't. We had a lack of fun yeah, anyway. Yeah, did you bad. cycle this past weekend? I didn't. I was... Uh, Parenting, as some people like to call it. I had yeah. two boys on my own. So, nice. yeah. I was delegating parenting. Yeah. And your, so, you, you told me something interesting about your son now. If you've got kids and you listen to the podcast and you get them on a bicycle from a young age, uh, they pick up habits from their parents, I, I would presume. Uh, and when, whilst watching his dad, he figured out that he can now cut people off um, <laughs> on his bicycle. Yeah. So your son's yeah, So we ride him. around the park and at three, he kind of zips left and right to cut me off so I can't overtake him. <laughs> Conrad, well done, young man. Well done. Um, all right. Let's talk a little bit about the world of cycling. We like to talk about new products always. Uh, we're coming to a very exciting month next week. It's September. We're expecting big things. I'm certainly expecting big things all over in terms of technology. Uh, we're seeing some uh, some of the technology arriving already in South Africa, whether it's cycling or accessories for cycling. And both of those are key things, I think, in the month of September. Uh, the first thing is going to be, and we've mentioned it before, there's been leaks online, etc., etc., of the GoPro Hero 8 Plus possible accessories. Now, I know Nick 
football. It's got the Chicky's poker face. Chicky's poker face. He doesn't. He doesn't give a thing away. By now, he knows. Exa- he's known for a while exactly what we're getting. But we'll find out in the space of two or three weeks what it is when it all gets revealed. Very big month, like I said in September. But what we can talk about is recently the re- the, the recent release of the Cannondale e-bike, which will be coming to our shores before the end of the year. Yeah, so we chatted a while ago about the Motera, which is the sort of longer travel version <clears throat> of the e-bike. Um, and recently they, they dropped news of the, the Habit Neo. Uh, so it's, the, it's built on the Habit platform, which is 130 mil of travel. Uh, it, it has a brand new Bosch motor included in it. So as Cannondale is a brand, we struggled in the years gone by because of the, the motor that they had in there not getting back up in South Africa. We couldn't bring the bikes into the country. So, yeah, super exciting. We saw it in, in March in Taipei. It is a beautiful-looking bike, a really nice compact motor unit. Battery is, is incorporated in the frame. Mm. Um, yeah, and, and just from a design point of view, it, oh, it, it looks great. really cracking-looking bike. It doesn't look like an e-bike. No, it does. It looks, it looks beautiful as a normal, proper mountain bike people would want to have. Do you remember the guy that we cycled with who ran out of battery? On the weekend, and that leads uh, me to a conversation. When we passed him, um, yeah, there was a guy that would had he'd run out of battery, and it wasn't a long distance we're talking here. And this is, I think, something that you got to keep in mind. And I want to pose that question to you, Nick, because you mentioned there's a new Bosch motor uh, inside a motor, and uh, you know they've worked very closely with Cannondale to create this motor specifically for this bike. And obviously, they're going to see other uh, incarnations and possibly in, in, in the future, maybe they'll partner with other people to use this motor. But we we were almost going through this phase where people are venturing beyond the 30 40k mark on their e-bikes 30 40k was was kind of going to be your kind of a middle ground and you, you can go out on an e-bike and do 30 40ks people are getting there now and going well no we want an e-bike to do and last a hell of a lot longer regularly uh, than 30 40 kilometers yeah so the, <clears throat> the events are opening up to it i mean again chatting to sony they they looking at creating a category for e-bikes yeah. um but it, it there's definitely you know, you, you see it all the time when, when something like an e-bike is brought out and then the, the GoPro cameras, the, the, the accessories that get built into that by third-party suppliers are, you know, where it's all at. So, um, for example, Evoc does a, a dedicated e-bike backpack. So it's got a, a spot to keep a, a battery. spare battery. Wow. These batteries are getting so unbelievably small these days. Mm-hmm. It's, n- it's not a lot of weight. You know, if, you, if you're on an e-bike, you, you can carry a little bit of extra weight. Um, I've seen Jason's dad at the Sony to see with a, a bike rack on his bike where him and his brother were carrying. Just if you sp- really want that sporty look, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> carrying their spare batteries around. Um, there's there's dual batteries these days, so you you know you have sort of two batteries in, incorporated in the in the frame. So there's a lot of options and add-on options for exactly that, and and mm. I foresee. <clears throat> Races are going to be offering, you know, charging points at water tables or, or you know, where you sure. can send your, your spare battery and pick it up at yeah, the water point. Yeah, exactly. Swap it out yeah. at, a, at a water point. Yeah. So all, all this stuff is going yeah. to start happening now. I mean, e-bikes, you know. It's, it's monstrous. When we first started talking about it, it was for the sort of elderly and people who've had operations and stuff like that. I yeah. mean, the market is now booming with guys who just under time pressure or just – uh, you know, want to have fun on their bike and they're not Absolutely. into sort of doing all the big climbs. So, yeah. so here's something else I heard that was quite interesting, um, that the technology that's currently being investigated uh, with regard now, how much of this is true, I don't know. Uh, if you are uh, may- maybe for, for one of those companies listening on the side to this podcast, let us know. Email us. I'm sure, I'm sure you won't. But anyway, that um, uh, 
um, manufacturers like Thule, etc., are already starting to incorporate technology in their carrying racks, right, for wireless charging. So uh, the future, no longer plug your bike in. You'll now have an, a system that will magnetically will clip onto the side of your frame, charge the battery um, almost as it were wirelessly. And if you're transporting your bike to an event, imagine loading your bike on uh, and wirelessly charging it on the way to an event. That no, is going to be no, the future of That's bikes. my language. Yeah. That, that, that's <laughs> yeah. the way forward, for sure. The less admin, the better. Would you say, and I'll ask both of you, that now is the, the right time. If I was wanting to, to buy an e-bike now and I was wanting to add that to my arsenal of bikes or buy it as the first bike to get into the market and, and try it out mountain biking, that the right time to be buying a, an e-bike would be now or are we like, you know, with Cannondale now releasing what they just have, are we in for amazing things over the next three to four months? I would wait until December when the Cannondale arrive for yeah. sure. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I guess it's you know it's a little bit like saying should you buy the iPhone eight now or should you wait for the ten or the sure. you know, whatever's coming next. The the technology is always going to be current, but there is always going to be something better coming along. So, to, uh, yeah, I would say the the right time is now. Mm. Um, but you are always going to find yourself in a position where the minute you you buy it, there's rumors of something else coming out. Sure. So. Yeah. There there will be improvements on a every second year basis maybe from sure. from here on out but we've reached the point now where i think going from 19 to 20 we've kind of plateaued from a battery and motor point of view and that actually falls in line with the fact that the guys from shimano three years ago said mm. to me wait three years <laughs> you know and that's yeah. kind of now where it's, where it's plateaued because they have sight of what's coming yeah um and that's why it's always necessary to kind of Make sure you give them a beer or coffee and and get the download on it. Well, do we have pricing points yet for that uh, for that new e bike? Not currently. I mean, it's there's still a lot that that happens in terms mm. of our ordering and shipping and and all that kind of stuff. But uh, they, they will be com- competitive. We know mm. that much. Um, so yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a good product. Very exciting times. But and yeah, just to talk on evolution of product because I actually did some work this morning and had a cool meeting with <laughs> the <laughs> with the guys from Santa Cruz. Yeah where the giant Cape Town shop will be an official Santa Cruz dealer as well shortly. But, you know, the two bikes that are kind of, you see new colors and you're not always sure if they've made changes. Mm. And again, Santa Cruz on their trail bike have made the bikes longer, which, you know, is, is quite nice to hear because even last night, I'm I'm not tall, but riding my mm. large giant e-bike, I thought to myself, it needs to be longer. And uh, so, so that's great. And that's in line with, I think, where all the geometries and stuff are going. And yeah. also they're gravel bikes. Yes. We love the gravel bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, w- I had a very short lifespan on the Stigmata because it just wasn't quite where I wanted to be. I wanted more of a road bike. Yeah. And that's also the change that they did a few months ago to the Stigmata where I just thought it was a color change. But they actually have loaded and put it more in line with a road bike, different size forks on a small to mm. an extra large. Yeah. So something that's been like a, at the forefront of a category and they still make these small changes all the time but it's very difficult for us to get that type of information to people because who understands why would you need a shorter fork on a different bike to that point we were going to get Stephen and actually we're going to bring Stephen next week because we want to find out a little bit to your point technology that's being um, evolved uh, to the degree where, where we're now looking at um, standard-issued, longer traveling front suspensions, etc. Um, and I just wanted to say, when you spoke about Gravel Point, I, I've officially sold my road bike. 
I'm no longer need, in need of a road bike anymore. It's just it's become obsolete for me. I don't find that I'm going to be doing enough events that I that a gravel bike won't be able to cover. And if I need so to, so I just other. want to check: Are you riding DC on your gravel bike, or you're not riding DC anymore? Well, I'm waiting. Listen, and this is a good point because um, Dave Balez, who's a, a massive uh, friend and a uh, friend of the podcast as well, uh, is due back on this podcast soon to talk double century. Has gone dead quiet. Yeah. I don't know if somebody can go send someone to Burning Man or Burning Forest <laughs> or wherever it is that he is at the moment and rescue Dave Balez and tell him with the time in the saddle podcast guys are looking for him please um, because he's gone very quiet about Double Century great team though Nick have you done you've done Double Century before mm, done a few of them yeah uh, have you done it in this this very big celebrity team that they have with Alan Windy Dave Balez and uh Plonker no. number one over here. I'm not much of a celebrity, so I don't get invited <laughs> to stuff like that. You're my celebrity. You can be in my, my team. I'll come second for you. No, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, we'll talk to a DC coming up soon um, because Dave was very hard to trot in terms of getting me in that team uh, and us in fact in that team, and he's just gone gone a little bit quiet. But uh, DC's around the corner, and uh, also this is amazing. I've I've um, now that I've done a couple of events, Nick. I, uh, the, the bug's bitten. I've started this other group called, I won't even say the name of the group because it's too embarrassing for those that are participants in this group, but it's guys that I've cycled with now. I would like to say consistently, but that's like two races in a row. That like to absorb the scenery. Yeah. yeah. Ra- yeah. Rams per minute. What do you think? That's yeah. <laughs> it's called snail tra- trailers. Snail trailers. <laughs> Big Mike, especially for you. Uh, and, uh, so the, the point that I'm getting to is that, um, we are noticing every single weekend from now, there's, there's an event. I've I had a look at the event calendar, and there's something literally every single weekend. And and just maybe something on this ride, you know, you think uh, the people we were riding with this weekend have done epics and they they know what's going on. But mm. even on that ride, we came up with things that they can do to their bikes to not have to change the bike, but give them more confidence and let them ride better in sections that they weren't confident and that they needed help with. So, you know, I think that's the thing for people to speak mm. to their bike shops when they take their bike for a service and say hey yeah. guys like this i'm struggling with this type of riding or i'm struggling this type of course what yes. can we do to my bike yeah um because you don't always need to change your bike but you may need to change your tires or your grips or your setup Spot or on. your suspension pressure yeah. have you pumped your shock yet? i need to pump my shock on my uh, lefty it's uh, no your rear shock Oh yeah, no, my rear shock. But he, I think he forgets that then when you put 100 kilograms on a rear shock of a bike, any rear shock is going to do. He may also need to get it revolved and possibly just put a bigger one on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I want to talk quickly about something about entering an event. So this is what I've learned quickly, just to, to, to touch on, is that if you uh, say, for example, you go to a website, they say, and I'll use the example of where did I enter now? Uh, I did one for the gravel and tar 50 miler, which is this coming weekend gravel and tar 50 mile it looks like a nice course a lot of climbing but done on gravel and tar found the event because i know it's coming up this weekend so good luck to everyone that's going to do that on, in out in wellington and i clicked enter it then took me to a place called um entry ninja do, do you, you know of entry ninja ninja because both of you have used the platform before but it just asks you for your id number and miraculously because i have never done any other mountain biking event it's gathered my information from somewhere and it's possibly another event i've done whether it's running or whatever other sporting event it's gathered via my id number my mobile number sends me a once-off pin so i just put my ID, id number in it said hi ryan these are your details this is where you live this is your mobile number we're sending you a one-time pin now and it sends me sends me the, the pin, and all I literally have to do is click two or three things, click pay, enter my uh, scan my credit card, and it's done. 
I, I was, I was. Um, are you looking at me like, well, hey, welcome to 2019? <laughs> yeah. But it's it. It was really simple and easy. It's so enter. easy that you don't just need to email somebody to do it for yourself anymore. That's yeah. it. I could do it myself. <laughs> so Entry Ninja, the guys that run that, well done. I don't know if you know they are, if they're a local company. It must be a local company that runs it. Yeah, no, they must be, I think. But well done. I've now entered the, the next two weeks. Then there's one at Bosch and Dahl the following week. So this week, it's out in Wellington. The following one's out at Bosch and Dahl. That's going to be a big one. That is a, uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the, the Fed Health. The Fed Health Mountain Bike uh, event. It's the week after this weekend's one out at Wellington. Then it's to Boschendale, and it looks great as well. I'm um, doing the uh, the kind of middle mid mid category uh, mountain biking events, and at this stage, it looks like I'm doing it alone. Uh, folks, next time that we t- talk time Shame. in the saddle, we'll go from uh, the conversation around e-bikes to that of suspension. Steve will be here to talk a little bit about he suspension. Dave Bell Air will be a guest as well coming up soon. And between now and then, enjoy your time in the saddle. Get out there, enjoy the outdoors. If you ever have any doubt as to what bike, what your setup should be, don't hesitate to contact any of the amazing people that you hear in this uh, podcast. Their details will be provided in the link. Take care, everyone. From Nick Barr, uh, Jason Linton, myself, Ryan O'Connor. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye. Subscribe now at livepodcast.fm. Rate and review it on your favorite podcast app to get your time in the saddle. Livepodcast.fm. Subscribing to a live podcast is free.